It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanson, and Andrew Mulder. Yeah, hello and welcome to the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And, uh, of course, we do this each and every Thursday night. I've got Ryan MS with me, as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. And Andrew Muldock, Mullen Rolly, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Looking forward to Origin. Yeah, it's going to be good. We've got a lot to talk about. No Pete again this week. He's still uh, not doing so well health-wise, and we wish him all the best. We're hoping that uh, he'll make a full recovery. Things are, are on, the, on the mend, and uh, hopefully have him back next week. Uh, guys, what we've got to do, really, we've got to... Um, talk about origin and, and look at the players selected um obviously a lot of listeners you would all already know the teams will run through them quickly queensland billy slater there darius boyd will chambers greg inglis justin hodges in the centers uh, jonathan thurston 58 cooper cronk halfback uh, uh, Corey parker in at lock aiden guerra sam dida in the second rows uh, matt scott nate, nate miles props cameron smith hooker um, Matt Gillette, Jacob Lilliman and Josh McGuire on the bench now. Daly Evans was initially named, but now we're hearing Michael Morgan will be that fourth player. Cherry Evans is a no-go, it seems. Um, there, Dylan Napper still the 18th man. New South Wales, Dugan at fullback, Tupo Hopawati, the wings, Josh Morris, Michael Jennings, centres, Pearson and Hodkinson, the halves, uh, Locke, Josh Jackson, uh, Bo Scott, Josh Hoffman in the back row, Tamau and Woods, the props with Robbie Farrow Hooker. And Captain Boyd Coordinate, Trent Merrin, Andrew Fafita, David Clemmer is the bench um, there for New South Wales. And I, I guess, um, guys, are sort of looking at those those fringe supercoach uh, or fringe players that did get selected there for supercoach. I mean, a big one would be Michael Morgan, Ryan. I think a lot of, you know, now the late drafting in, a lot of people might have picked him up over the last couple of weeks thinking he was safe and suddenly um, he, he's in the Queensland lineup. At, 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 so we're hearing. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, th- I think the lesson out of that is um, basically leave your changes until the very last minute. If you can, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because and you really you've got to prepare for for Origin weeks. And we're going to go in a bit of detail about some of the other players you might have already picked up after we've talked about the Origin players. But things haven't really worked out that that great. I mean, players like. Morgan, whose team was playing this week, you know, not expected to be selected suddenly there, and other guys that are on buys that you might have, you know, didn't get selected. So it's, it's the, the um, it hasn't quite fallen maybe the way that a lot of super coach owners were hoping. No, mate, it's, it's been a tricky season so far for me, anyway. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the trick is to just wait for 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 the teams to be announced, isn't it? I mean, I, I mean, I was trying to have a little tinker with it today and notice that uh, the team still weren't finalised. So I guess it's just a bit of patience, patience, you know. You've just got to wait and wait and wait, even if you have to wait until half an hour before lockout. Yeah, well, that's it, and that's what we'll be discussing about, um, you know, how you work those trades. You've got up to four 
but you know, maybe trying to be conservative with those trades and how you best utilise them in Origin Week. We'll get to that a bit later. Let's look at some of the New South Wales players, Ryan. I think a few players like David Clemmer, for example, would have been targeted maybe even at the start of the year. The Bulldogs, you know, have got good buy, buy rounds of playing this weekend, but he's been selected on the bench. Um, probably um, even Will Hopawati, maybe not a, a big time player, super coach wise, but those that had him thinking, yep, yeah, Parramatta, great buy structure, suddenly he's in on, on the wing. But on the flip side, you've got guys like Alex Johnston and, and Dylan Walker for Souths who haven't been named. Chris McQueen, another, maybe now you're thinking, oh, that, you know, that could be an interesting uh, pickup this week. Yeah, there's a few of those guys. I, I guess it's you've got to um, really have a look at, um, obviously, their draw coming up, um, and they're good. You know, if they're in the good, good buy, uh, I guess structure, for want of a better word. Um, I think that for guys that think that Clemmer um, was, um, you know, good buy. You know, he's going to be solid for the dogs, but not quite make it to Origin. Well, you know, if a player performs well, then obviously you're going to. You're going to reap the rewards, um, super coach wise, but then you're going to, yeah, cop the loss when um, when they're not playing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, Alex Johnston, you know, great buy rounds. Um, as far as, as as far as Souths, I think their buys five, fifteen and eighteen. So if you know any Souths players are decent to have, but uh, looking at his predictor, probably not. Looking to get that much of an uptick, he'll play fullback this weekend, and you know, predicting around that forty-two number. Look, Parramatta. Uh, well, they they do give up their fair share of Supercoach points, but um, the, you know, this game this game's not it's not a gimme. Dylan Walker's probably a, a better bet um, out of the two, but but when you're looking for that star, Andrew, I mean, we talked you know, James Graham, for example, he's apparently been ruled out even though named in the side. Um, very hard to find those guys. I was like Luke starting from the bench, you know, the non-origin um, players, they're, they're, they're not getting on the park. Well, that's right, and especially with the, the Warriors having their uh, their bye yeah. first up too. So It's so tricky because you can usually find one or two. You know, Sean Johnson's always pretty good around uh, origin period. So, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, Personally, I think I might go for someone like Sia uh, Soliola for the the captain this this for the you know for my superstar this yep. this week against a weakened uh, doggies pack. But uh, yeah, going back to South, I mean um, for 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 value, I guess you want to go for someone like Aaron Gray. You know, mm-hmm. he's still at one hundred sixty thousand. You know, and, and he's scoring decent points. So maybe that's someone you want to, might want to look at if you you're trying to keep your budget bit low. He played well on the weekend, uh, Ryan. We talked about it on the review show, the one that we do on most Sundays. We won't be doing it this weekend because there'll only have been three games played, but most Sundays we review the seven games that have been played there. You can find it on the website www.supercoachpros.com or on the iTunes. And, um, you know, Aaron Gray, he's gone up, but he's He's going to go up again. He looks the goods. Joel Reddy's been named in Inglis's absence. I think Gray uh, safely has Reddy's number. Um, yeah, his break even is minus forty six as well. So, and and he's already played three games, so he's only going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, price wise, that is. I think if Inglis comes back or when Inglis comes back, I, I, I still think Gray holds his spot. 
Um, there's a lot to like there. Um, not that you might get a lot of upside at him, but you'll get a bit of cash. I think um, Ben Spina is a guy we talked about in last week's show. I think another guy, he's about to tick over. You'll get a nice bump on him, and uh, obviously you get him this week if you bring him in. But um, again, when you're looking at those cheaper players, um, that's great, and that can help your side longer term. But this week, you know, Ryan, then that real strategy comes in how you play off. Um, you, you're probably looking at your opponent, and really, it's a real head-to-head matchup in, in, in these buy rounds. Yeah, it comes down to it does come down to um, what your opponent is playing because you, you look at their team and you go oh well, I'm only going to be playing against uh, six active players this that's week. Right. And, it, ca- and uh, it can happen, six or eight you know. Yeah, that's exactly right, but then the next week they've got an entirely full team with, with reserves as well yeah. um, so they're going to you'd imagine that they'd dominate that week so some people like to play it off that way other people like to try and keep it maybe 13 uh, players, uh, active players, and then um, you know swap out four for the next week using all their all their uh, trades. Yeah, all their trades up. Um, so yeah, it's definitely the advisable strategy is to yeah look at who you're playing, and then um, yeah then make your call from that from that point. Of the teams that are playing this week, you've got teams like South, the Eels, the Tigers. They haven't been very productive super coach wise and some of their best players are away on origin anyway. It's very hard to sort of go searching through and, and trying to find a winner. You could pick up a guy like, um, uh, you know, for the Tigers or for the Eels, and they might only score 20 or 30 points and just be a waste of a trade. So you've really got to be very aware of, of sort of where you're heading. Um, a couple of guys, you know, we talked about South a little bit already, Andrew, but the but a couple of guys that I think a lot of super coach owners might have already targeted is George and Tom Burgess from South, but they just haven't been able to put up the numbers. And again, it's a pretty poor matchup against the Eels, who are usually pretty strong against front rowers. Uh, the Burgess boys, yeah, I mean, they're going to come good, aren't they? They they have to. <laughs> hmm. no, they're usually, you know, my, my strategy. I usually like to pick the uh, the boys that aren't going to play. Uh, Origin. That's right. And I've, I've got Madalino and Graham at the moment, and that's not working <laughs> too well for me at the moment. I mean, Graham, you know, going off 15 minutes into the game last week after his first game back. But, um, yeah, no, like I said before, they're, they're too good not to. It's just uh, you'll find, obviously, with everything, they are, if they're not winning, then that their scores don't don't, don't uh, tend to go too high. So uh, South will turn the corner soon and... And when they when they do, I think the Burgess boys will will start point, putting some good scores up. Ryan, we really hoped that maybe George or Tom or both would sort of fill that void left by their brother Sam, who was just such a consistent super coach high performer. Uh, it hasn't hasn't happened. It, 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 were, were we wrong to sort of evaluate them on their brother's skill, or is it just a matter of time? In a word, yes. Because <laughs> um, Sam was ridiculous uh, in terms of what he could do on the field and what he did super coach uh, scoring wise, um, George was and still is quite a good um, super coach pickup. Um, except, yeah, you're just not never going to get the um, same amount of consistent output. Um, as you would with Sam. Um, We've seen it a couple of times, haven't we? We've seen it him him run at the line hard, you know, get over the line. You know, you, Sam had a way of scoring tries. He could even set up tries and really bumped up his numbers with I that. I think the way that, that it might be a bit misleading the way that George scored because he used to score a lot of tries, you know. That's right. he, he doesn't score as many tries as he used to. And obviously that bumps his score up a fair bit. So maybe 
he's not getting as much game time. But yeah, I just, he's not scoring as many tries as he used to, you know. Yeah, it makes a big difference, and and you know you're hoping with a guy like that. We've seen players do that um, similar build to him. You know, a guy like Shannon Boyd, you know, has been doing that for Canberra, where he's getting over the line and it's bumping up his numbers, making him quite super coach relevant. A Burgess, you know, a similar sort of um, big body, but you know they've been able to stop positions, have been able to stop him close to the line and. It's making a big difference, but uh, obviously the Eels, I mean, even though they've been pretty strong against front rowers, it is a favourable match-up. They're going through a lot at the, at the moment, and maybe Souths, you know, can find a way to, to get a good victory, but, I mean, no Adam Reynolds, they haven't been able to win without him, so, it, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one to sort of, you, you wouldn't want to sort of put all your eggs into the South Sydney basket, I don't think, um, uh, for 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 rounds, uh, not just rounds eleven, because they do have good buy structure. They, they'll be around. They'll be playing rounds fourteen and seventeen as well. So you get a lot out of it. But whether they can do it for you um, in a high enough sort of production, it's, I guess that that's the real question mark. Um, a, a team I like, Andrew, uh, at the moment are the Canberra Raiders. Now they do have buys in fourteen and seventeen. They're the two round, the other Origin rounds. So I guess that only really help you this round, but. A guy like Blake Austin, he's projected to go pretty large, well into the 80s. Um, he didn't get picked forage and might feel he has a point to prove. Um, is, is that where you're looking, even though you know you're only, you know, by rounds 14, he's he's going to be another guy that's got to sit on your bench? Well, I mean, again, it depends on what you're, what you're after in, in the grand scheme of things of the, the super coach, but, I mean, mm. if you, I mean, if you wanted to get him right now... Getting a, him against a, a origin affected team, there'd be no better time for him to, to play. Really, would there? I mean, um, Bulldogs are very poor against halves all year. You know, that's with well, not full strength because they've had injuries. But well, that's you know. one of their better, like their be, one, of their, one of their best defenders is out in in Jock Jackson, and, and right. Morris is out on the edges. So Austin could have a field day. Yeah, I think it could be very um, interesting with Austin. Uh, Ryan, but uh, you know, is he someone that if you brought him in this week, you get enough out of him after this this game? Is is that where you're sort of weighing up? Well, you know, or can, or yeah. can he survive the whole Origin period and then you look at bringing in, you know, a guy like Thurston if you don't already have him? There's probably a payoff, I, I would say. Um, you bring a guy in like that um, who is that's who has played great um, up to this point in the season, mm. and you know, I see no reason why he won't continue. Um, and so you go, well, okay, well, I've got him this week and he's probably going to go and get me some pretty good points and, you know, and then I'm going to have a bit of a, you know, a bit of a slide. But uh, I think it probably pays off in the end, um, really, whether you keep him or um, end up or he gives you some cash. Um, so so I think it's, it's almost a win-win situation. Are the Raiders the minefield, um, you know, or, or, or I guess the gold field this this week, Andrew. I mean, Jared Croker, he stands to get a big payday. You know, Mitch Cornish, if you don't already have him, many people may have kept him when he was out of the lineup because he was such a cheapie at the start of the year. He was the most owned player heading into the start of the year. Um, Sean Fenson, Paul Vaughan, Shannon Boyd, you know, C.S. Soliali already mentioned. Um, you know, it's pretty favourable. Well, yeah, considering how well Canterbury, or not very well Canterbury, are going at the moment. I- I think we mentioned it earlier. I think Graham's out as well this week, so that's their, you know, one of their hardest workers gone. Plus all the Origin players out. I just, I don't, I don't see 
anyone else scoring as many potential points as Canberra this weekend. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. I mean, the Bulldogs generally, they play it up the middle um, to a degree, and that's when, why you see sort of the, the high upside in the halves or more in the centre of, of the field. And, and the wing, the centres and wingers, they take a small down tick, um, tougher matchup against the Dogs. So maybe Jared Croker or Sissa Walker, even Jack Whiten, you're a little bit more concerned. Like, yeah, they could, but where, which side is who's going to get? Who's going to be the beneficiary where... I think Austin and Cornish, you know, well, they'll be involved. They'll be playmaking. They'll pick up try assists. They'll pick up line break assists, you know, plus whatever else. I think they're safer, safer plays um, in that regard. But, but look, any Canberra Raider could, could go large. Another team um, is the Cowboys. They're playing at a weakened Tigers. Um, it should be a good game, but the West Tigers have been very loose to to oppositions as far as supercoach points are concerned. So you would think that whoever remains of the Cowboys, and the SF got a few out, especially now Morgan's out, but guys like Lachlan Coote, I think Ray Thompson, who had that big game when he had to, to fill in once before, um, you know, those guys could still could still do quite a... could put up quite good numbers, Ryan. Uh, definitely. Um, they're second rowers. Uh, I think yeah. uh, probably the money, money guys at the yeah. moment... Uh, Lowen Cooper, um, especially up against um, relatively um, newcomers, I guess, in Sirenan and um, Lovett. Oh. West They're, Tigers have given up a lot of points to second rowers this year. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a real enticing matchup. That's the way, yeah, that's the way the Cowboys have been playing as well as um, getting those guys to hit the edge pretty hard. And the Tigers aren't exactly sizable um, through that. Uh, through that area, so there may well be um, may, may well be some um, have to have some traffic lights installed on the edge there in Mitch <laughs> Moses. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Cowboys are probably the team that's going to score their most super coach points um, as a team this this round for sure. We're hearing Jason Tamalolo is likely to be back too, Andrew. I mean, he was dominant until that unfortunate injury. Uh, super coach wise, uh, you know, we could take a couple of weeks, and he stands to to lose um, money because he only scored the four points back in his last start in round eight due to that injury. But if not this week, I watch for the for the next couple. Cowboys buys are, are favourable too. They've only got one buy on an Origin week, so Tamalolo is intriguing. Oh, he's definitely worth a look at. I mean, I again, I had him and then I sold him because I thought it was going to be long term. And and um, yeah, it's all about the patience, I guess. Um, he's he's worth it. He's worth the money, and if you can get him a little bit cheaper, then why not? Hey, that's right. Yeah, this is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. We do it uh, every Thursday, pretty much, and uh, sometimes on a Wednesday, but pretty locked into Thursday, especially over origin time. And you can find it on the website, www.supercoachpros.com, or on iTunes. Now, one important thing that uh, that we want everyone to do, if you're not already doing it, that's to follow us on Twitter. We tweet out before each and every game um, the last-minute changes. So you've got your final team lineups, a little few tips that... Yeah, you can get if you go to our website on the Supercoach preview that we give out each each week. But um, we sort of truncate that for the Twitter. And we're almost hit 100 followers, having just, um, I guess, launched the Supercoach Pros um, 
Twitter handle at, at you know just before round one. We're we're pretty happy with that, but we'd love to hit a hundred. So uh, you know, extra extra special shout out this week if you haven't already and you're listening to the podcast and getting this useful information. Go on to Twitter and follow us on Twitter. That, that, that's that's the place where you get a lot of that last minute info, that very important stuff, um, especially prior to each and every kickoff when you've got just coming into your lockouts for your teams, and it can be can can be the difference. You don't want to have to score a zero, even though you you do get sort of you're allowed one zero per week, but and they'll they'll put in your lowest score. It's not the way you want to go. You want to list, want to want to know who's playing and and uh, make sure you optimise your team. So follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. Now speaking of Twitter, guys, we've got a Twitter question. We'd love to do um, answer your Twitter questions any any time of the week. You've got a question, we'll answer it for you. But specifically. Um, Leading into the weekend for this roundtable podcast um, show, we can we can talk about it in great detail, not just in that sort of hundred and hundred odd characters that Twitter allows. And, and let's talk about this one from Stephen Ristivsky at Stephen underscore Risto. Uh, he has got he said at Supercoach Pros, we've got fourteen players this week um, with the potential for sixteen. Brendan Santi and Deloise. Hooter has been named in, or Hoyter, I should say, have been named on an extended Tigers bench. He said he's already used 20 trades this season. You know, he's, it's not bad, but, but you know, you always want to save as many as you can, including three this round. Do I need to buy another one now? He's mentioned names like Aidan Tolman, Tim Laffey, maybe just a young player. Uh, he's also even mentioned Ben Hannett. Um, I guess the you know there's two parts to to the question, Ryan. Uh, you know, do do you do that? Do you go and make make a trade like this first of all, um, especially you've already used three this round? And if so, are any of those players sort of worthy of consideration? Um, I'm going to say that if he's got 14 players playing this round, I'm going to say he doesn't need to buy another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that is generally that's a pretty good amount of players playing in a in a buy round especially when only eight teams are playing. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, yeah, save those, save that money, save, um, also save the uh, trade as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I don't, think you, I don't think you need to if you've got 14, unless you want to, uh, you know, pick up someone for next, for, for the next round. Um, yeah, you're looking at the whole period. I think you've got to look at, look at 11 through 18, rounds 11 to 18 as, as a, as a period part, you know, it's basically there's three parts to the season. This is this is now part two, isn't it? Yeah, I, I def, definitely. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Um, Andrew, the I guess the question, even with using the three trades, you know, is, is there a way? You know, do you, can you even get away with less, or is it a case of no? I want to restructure my team. You know, I need. You know, maybe a mid midway through, you know, at the midpoint on my ladder and I'm looking to sort of make, to optimise this period, get a few W's under my belt while other teams are suffering. Well, I mean, that again, this is what I was, I'm doing. I've been struggling a little bit early in the season in, in our competition and because it's such a good competition, I, I'm really using this time to try and try make up some, around. yeah, make up some numbers, you know, like what the Warriors do, you know. Get the wins on during the origin period. It's crit- so, it is so critical. We we talked at the start of the year about the, um, you know, the strategy of saving the trades, and then hopefully you've you've been able to follow that as hard as it can be. We talked about 
you know, this year with, with the type of injuries that have happened, you've, we've been forced into some change, some changes. I think, you know, and then only to find out, you know, certain information. Oh, they're actually back sooner, and, and but then players that have come back sooner haven't performed. Whether it be James Graham with the injury or James. You know, um, Seguiaro out of Penrith didn't probably yeah, put up big enough. points last week. You may have decided to hold on to him. David Clemmer, well, he got picked for origin anyway. So, so it's been a struggle all year, and you may be at that point in the season where you've got to, got to, got to make those those trades, I guess, and try to revamp your season. Andrew, but is, is Tolman or Lafay or even Hannett, are they guys to target if you need to do that, or are they just one-week wonders? Well, I think potentially Lafay could be a keeper. You know, he's, he's he usually scores pretty well, so it's not really a waste of a trade, is it? I mean, if he's going to just sit on the bench during the uh, his buys, I think Lafay's not a bad choice to, for for a keeper. Yeah, he sort of you look at his projections, and he's he's got a nice high floor, Ryan. I think around the sort of forties to fifties, and you know, it doesn't have a it's bigger upside, but you've got to remember he's missed a few games with injury. Last year, we did see him hit the 100, so that upside could suddenly kick in. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Look, he's there. He's definitely there and thereabouts. He's, it's just one of those things where the dogs are struggling a little bit as well, um, which means when he does get in the team, he's going to... Um, it depends on how the halves go and you know how the forwards go in terms of you know, giving those guys kind of a bit of quality ball so they can do something. Yeah, and he's someone that can make something happen too, so he, he'll he'll help them out. I mean, he only played the four games so far this year, so he's, you know, it's, it's, it hasn't been a, a, a big body of work to know for sure just just how high he can go. But we know from last year that he's got it in him. Um, Stephen, I, I would like to say with, with trades around origin, I, I know we sort of, sort of talked a bit brief earlier, um, it's great to be able to hold on to a couple of trades, and even if you have to use them mid-round. Now, this year, they've gone back to the four games. They had five last year on Origin Weeks, and so that it was a bit more critical to, to try this strategy. With only four, you may already know, sort of heading in, that, oh, I'm either going to be safe with this game, with, you know, having a look at sort of projecting ahead who you're playing, um, or you might think, oh, I'm in trouble, I've got to make some trades. Um the three trades you've already made, I'd even consider, you know, drop, dropping or reverting them one of those back and saving another one and having one to two up your sleeve that you can change mid-round. Now, the, the risk with changing mid-round, obviously, you can't reverse the change, whereas now you do them and you change your mind. You, once you've made it, you've made it. But if you're sitting there on sort of Sunday and you haven't picked up Tim Lafayette yet and you're looking at your projections and you're thinking, I'm going to win, but it's going to be really tight and I really need this. I really need the W. I need I need to get this for my league where I'm situated. I'll bring in Tim Lafayette. Now, if it's for a guy that's on a buy, you'll be allowed to trade him out until the last game kicks off. If it's for a player that is picked for origin, not so fortunate. You'll only be allowed to trade him out um, until the team that he plays for plays, if that makes sense. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky. If you were thinking of, oh well, I was going to, I got rid of Greg Inglis, for example. Not that we'd recommend that, but um, you know there is a school of thought that says, you know, because of the bad bye weeks for South for Origin players, it, it is a player that may you may want to get rid of. And so, if Greg Inglis was a player that you were getting rid of, you'd have to get rid of him prior to the start of the round because Souths play on Friday night and even though he's not going to play on Friday night he'll be locked out but if it's um, 
maybe one of the Penrith players, um, you know, like a, a Matt Moylan. They've got the buy. You could trade him out at, at any time of the round because he technically he's not playing. So, so that lockout doesn't apply to Moylan. So that's where you've got to be a little bit strategic. Um, there's other little things with Origin. If you did have, um, you know, 17 players but one position you couldn't fill, you know, you, the 17th player would get um, would end up getting the the points as 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 far as you know your lowest ranked, or you'd be the only ranked player so your lowest rank still could end up to be quite good points um, so that can also help you out there um, but definitely the main one certainly for Origin 1 is, is save save your trades if you can certainly that fourth trade and just see how the, the it's, how it's progressing and Tim Lafay or Aiden Tolman could be the guy that you could bring in on a Sunday morning if you feel oh, I just want that extra, extra kick and, and get those extra points but always remember that um, I noticed you said you got guys like um yeah, Deloise Hoyter and Brendan Santi. And I, I look, I think they'll both play for the Tigers. That's that's sort of looking at the lineup and and you know obviously follow the Tigers um, and and watch them each and every week. Um, I, I think that Taylor will end up picking both those players, but they might only score twenty or thirty, and that's where you're really saying, well, yeah, I've got these players, but how much are they really contributing? So you've got to always weigh that up as well when it comes to Origin time. And I hope that we've been able to answer it, and that's what we can do on this show, the Roundtable Podcast, is go a bit deeper and, and talk a bit in, in depth about these sort of things. So feel free to send us any tweets there at Supercoach Pros. Now, guys, it'd be remiss of me if we didn't talk a little bit about the Origin game. I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big one. It's, it's, this is our last show. We're not doing the review show this weekend, so our last show before Origin. Andrew, how do you think it's going to go? We're all, we're all Blues supporters, but uh, so we're a bit biased in that regard, but it's, it looks like a tough task. It does. I mean, Queensland, they're, st- they're still that great t- Queensland team that, that won eight, eight uh, series in a row, you know. Uh, to be fair, I really like uh, New South Wales' forward pack and, and their bench. I'm not too convinced on the halves. Um, you know, I was speaking about it off here, Paul. I'm, I'm not convinced Pierce at 5'8". At he's, I mean, personally, I think he's had his chance. So I don't know what we're doing going backwards. I know he's still young, but, I mean, like I said, I think he's had his chance. Um but you know, I'm, I'm I'm optimistic. I really like Jennings. I think he can do a number on Hodges, and Dugan's getting better and better with every uh, every game of the Dragons. So I mean, like I said, optimistic. I I really hope we can win, especially down here in New South Wales. It's interesting, isn't it, with with Pierce because there is that school of thought of that. Well, why go back? You know, and, and he's young, and I think you know, I understand it. I personally would probably go for for the for the old combination that worked last year and at least so, game uh, yeah. one yeah. And, and then adjust. I do appreciate, I think Pierce is in excellent form and I do think he's the, the, the better choice, him and Maloney, but they've gone with this sort of weird combination of, the, of last year and this year and I don't know how that fits. I know that they can say, well, they play other sides of the, of the park. But Pierce does run that side for the Roosters. I don't know how Hodkinson and Pierce meld with each other. I don't get that. And I think they could struggle. And I don't understand Josh Jackson at, at um, lock when he plays on the edge for the Bulldogs um, and makes forty odd tackles a game and does a great, you know, he's a great, great job and really 
fine player, but I just don't know putting him in the centre if that works. And maybe we'll find Fafida or Merrin ends up starting one of those last-minute Ducks and Drakes. Um, but, you know, I think New South Wales, I, I, I think they are up against it. Ryan, what do you make of it? Yeah, I don't like New South Wales' chances at all. Um, I think just outpointed and outgunned in every single critical position um, and by some way as well, um, whether it be form or uh, just, you know, just generally uh, Queensland have the better players in those positions. Um, I, yeah, I can't see anywhere um, unless, last, unless like last year, Queensland have uh, two poor games in a row, which won't happen. Again, yeah. Um, so yeah, I can't see anything but Queensland winning all three games. Actually, I tend to agree with you. If I, the Queensland side is aging, but I think they've got one more big year in them. And I think that after what happened last year, they're just nothing's going to stand in their way. They won't be complacent. Yeah. They won't. I, I also think the um, Australia New Zealand test um, earlier this year kind of um, might have woken them all up a little bit. To be honest, uh, yeah, good because. They are that ageing team, and most of them, most of those core Australian guys were the Queenslanders That's right. um, who are in this team. And, yeah, I certainly think that they're not going to let that, that, that kind of thing creep into the game. So, yep. Uh, I think, yeah, Thurston, I think he's going to be unreal. I think Inglis will be hard to stop. Billy Slater's come good the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm intrigued with Michael Morgan, Andrew. Oh, you know, that's interesting to me. I mean, he's been so good the last few weeks off the bench. That could be, he could be magic to watch. Well, it's a surprise, but not a surprise. I mean, his mm. form's warranted, hasn't it? And I keep hearing that he's such a. You see him on TV, but you see him in real life. He's so much bigger than what you see. So, you know, for me, I was like, oh, he's not big enough for Origin, but clearly he is. Queenslanders. I mean, they know how to pick him, don't they? Yeah. They, um, they wouldn't pick someone who's not ready. Um, I, personally, I thought they were going to go with Dylan Napa with one star that Cherry Evans pulled out. Yeah. Um, but I guess Mal knows what he's doing. <laughs> They're talking about playing him in the back row, potentially. I, I was shocked when I heard that. But... Well, he's, he's, he's 90-something kilos, so yeah. it's not like he's tiny. Yeah. You know, so I mean, he might be able to handle it. Cherry Evans played in lock when he came on, you yeah, know, so right. they just find a, a, a somewhere to put him, don't they? Yeah, well, that's it, you know, and, and that's why maybe Jackson and Lockett, it works okay because it's the same deal, you know, you just pick your best players and make it work. So it'll be an intriguing one because of that. If, if, if only, if, well, not just for that, but, you know, the Hodkinson-Pierce experiment and a couple of things New South Wales are trying to see how they they match up. But the game itself will be full of atmospheres. Certainly in the first 20 minutes, it'll be a big explosion, as it always is, especially Origin 1. Probably won't get the skill that we get in the Origins 2 and 3 as they sort each other out and sort themselves out. But, yeah, I, I can't wait. And um, Can I just say as well yeah. that Cameron Smith's pretty lucky to be playing after his uh, little lash-out on uh, Isaac Luke? Queenslanders uh, like to complain about those sort of things going against them over the years, but this time I think they got caught a bit of a lucky break. They got very, very lucky, just like uh, Reynolds did last year with his uh, Brent Tate <laughs> yeah. Tack. That is, a, that is a very good point. Andrew, we'll be back next week to wrap it all up. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, I might have a croaky throat from screaming at the TV. <laughs> 
And Ryan, uh, as I said earlier, no review show for us this Sunday, but we'll be back next Thursday to wrap it all up and talk a, a few more games for Supercoach, back to seven games next week. So plenty of plenty to chat about then. Yeah, that's right. And thank you for listening. You can download on iTunes or at www.supercoachpros.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye now.